What up, guys? Welcome back to Lisp Nation. A uh, bit of a weird one today. I'm here with just Tay. Um, she's my ex-partner. Um, there's a few things. I mean, anybody who knows us personally knows far more about our lives and you know why things didn't work out and why we're still bound to each other in some way. <laughs> um, and anybody who doesn't know doesn't know because you know she doesn't want anybody to know just yet. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So we'll just kind of ride it until then and see when you're comfortable and see when everybody. Is, you know, entitled or not entitled, but you feel like it's time to share your truth. Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Dude, uh, so guys, we're in a new setting today. We've actually moved downstairs to like a dungeon <laughs> in the shop and it doesn't have any soundproofing. And I thought we'd get away with not being able to hear the people upstairs, but I've heard Ferris, my brother's voice, every moment. To be fair, Ferris has one of those voices which would cut through a crowd. A loud, booming like voice. Loud, yeah. He's got the Sukun voice. Yeah, yeah. So we just figured we would try it anyway, and I mean this may never air any, you know, it may never air, but let's just try. All right. Okay. So uh, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? I honestly have been focusing on exams most of all and making content, and I'm really happy because I've handed in most of my essays, so I only have the exams left, and then I'm like I'm done for the summer, and I'm really excited because I have a ton of new projects coming out for the summer, um, moving different platforms, everything like that. So a lot of people know that I'm a content creator. In my own right. What up, OnlyFans? <laughs> Shout out to OnlyFans. Lincoln Bio. Lincoln Bio. Lincoln Bio. <laughs> get that bread. Get that bread. I'm doing the fucking, you know, the thing where the guys are like flossing the bread. Uh, stop that. I'm not a stripper. Get that bread. I'm not a stripper. Thank you. <laughs> it is an entirely. Um, actually, no, that's not makes it sound like I have something against strippers. I actually really like them. Don't worry I about being no, cancelled, no, right? No, no, insulting no, strippers. But, no, but I'm just Get your like, bread. I respect strippers so much more because it's like. Then you respect only, yourself. You, no. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I respect strippers more than I respect you. I re I respect strippers and cam girls because the grind it's that they so have is hard. so much Trust more than me, I have to I've do. I've tried to be a cam girl and like, <laughs> wait, what? It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> Did you actually? What the fuck? <laughs> no. In your twenties, I definitely could have seen you going through like a cam girl phase where like you're like, hair. damn, I'm so hot. Yeah. You know, I can get like, I have all yeah. these girls during the Pokemon tournaments. They would watch oh, me just do cams. It. I could. No 100%. Or I could imagine no you. Chance. No, I could imagine you getting involved with a cam girl, mm. and then you well, like doing shit. To you know like, oh, that <laughs> I was involved with a cam girl. So you so were a we cam girl. So we just can we just not? So you're a cam girl. Um, why do I always attract the sex workers, bro? Oh yeah, because they're so insecure. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, it's yeah. been nice being <laughs> <laughs> tapping out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, it's because we give the best head. Well, I mean, based on experience, I would say that is just not true. All right, yeah, I really am. <laughs> but you know, the last that was about the last sex workers, right? Yeah, yeah. me. Cause so, um, the reason I wanted you on also is because you're the only person that I felt like I could talk about philosophy with because I kind of proofread your essays for you, and you're the almost like the inspiration for the last couple of podcasts we did or the last yeah. one at least i really like that did you listen to the planting go on or not I, I haven't i haven't oh, okay because cool. you know because you're a bad friend because <laughs> i can only listen to your voice in like one hour increments before yeah. it just starts to grate me the one the hour and first minute is just too much trauma <laughs> after geez. that it just comes flooding back yeah that is fine um so we did the plantinga stuff that from one of your yeah. essays which i thought was cool which i actually think i understand to a reasonably uh, you, at this high point level. at this point not you might level. even reasonably. understand it like more than me yeah no, not high level sorry i understand it to like an undergrad level yeah that's it no more than that um, I mean, but also but also with philosophy i feel like an undergrad level undergrad level uh you could blag it 
Oh, 100%. Do you know what I mean? You can yeah, just blag yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. Your confidence and just... You have to come in with a pretty... Uh, what's the word? Like... Uh, you just oh, come like, in with a line. With yes, an yes, yes. Follow yes. that, justify it. And then... And you, be unwilling and unwavering to deviate from it and say, prove me wrong. You can be wrong. You can yeah, be super yeah. wrong. And if you can justify your wrongness and put logic behind your wrongness, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, what was the other one though? Because you had another cool talking point. Uh, whether we're born naturally good or evil yeah that's the one i wanted to tackle but i i because i just helped you proofread it yeah, and edit yeah. it i didn't know it well enough because the warranted mm-hmm. belief thing i was like it gripped me yeah we we i think that was the one we spent like multiple we spent so long on that one because i didn't understand it writing the essay which was the big problem that yeah. i had was that it's such a complicated that's why i felt like i learned it though because i had to like learn it yeah, so that we could talk about it, it yeah. yeah absolutely um can i just say before we go into the actual things yeah. i think it's really cool and this is a bit nerdy but one, the big thing that I like about philosophy is that sometimes it can just trip someone's brain into thinking a particular way. And I feel like that's what's happened to you. Mm-hmm. You found this very cool, deep theory and you just want to talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of got this like very weird, very raw love of philosophy from like tackling a couple of like difficult theories and stuff. And it's just, it's what philosophy is meant to do to someone. Yeah. So I'm like the... Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm the candidate. I'm the guy that like hears it and then is like, oh my God, this is really cool. Oh my God, I want to figure this out. Yeah, but I've always felt like that though. Not not just this specific thing. I've always felt like philosophically inclined to talk and debate and kind of figure things out. So warranted belief, the only reason it twanged me was because it just, I felt like it loses coherence along the way. Yeah, And I always felt like, um, guys, by the way, sorry, if you can hear anybody upstairs again, it's just the boys at the shop working kind of just... Cause I can hear them through the fucking yeah, headphones even, but it's okay. Um, I think as long as we make that clear to the people listening, yeah. you know, they won't be like, by the way, we heard people the whole way through. We know. We, yeah, <laughs> we, know. We, we know. We fucking know. Um, yeah, the Plantinga stuff was cool. Uh, warranted belief kind of bugged me a little bit because warranted I Warranted belief like it, bugged me as well. Yeah. But then the other one that you could maybe pitch it to people a little bit better. It's the idea of whether or not people are born like intrinsically good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not even... So there's there's two aspects of it. There's if people are born intrinsically good, mm-hmm. meaning that they are, they're born with like... Inherently good, co- sorry. Inherently yeah, good, yeah. Sure. Whether they're born with like a conscience or a moral compass already. So that would kind of be like a pre-built, pre-designed morality kind of thing. The other side of that same coin is the idea of inclination to be good. Do we naturally want to help people just because we we have natural empathy and naturally want to help people around which us. would be like a altruistic altruistic behavior uh, tendencies but oh, yeah. not necessarily because of like conscience or divinity or anything like that whether it's just like um scientific and like anthropological the reason we want to help people what does anthropological mean uh, anthropological means like um it's kind of like the study of humans so how humans evolved how humans yeah. did things so you mean like uh biologically in terms of evolutionary yes. like ha- do humans now lean towards being what have good? they always leaned towards being good like well if, it's, the if, they've, evolved, if they've evolved to be this way then uh, yeah I know, I know what you mean i know what you mean yeah, yeah. sorry whether we're born with that or whether or like conscience whether it's like a more of like a divine mm like design that we want that we need to be good whether that's like, like when we were made like the fucking what <laughs> i went with novi novi's my daughter i went with her to um what's it called build a bear yeah. and we're building the bear <laughs> and i'm like this is pretty fucking weird man they just take a <laughs> limp bear then they stuff it with all this fucking what's the fluff <laughs> yeah. and then they're like do you want us to put a heart in it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what and he's like yeah it's a little beaten heart and i'm like <laughs> Oh, so what you mean is, did God put a little beating 
good heart inside of everybody. Yes, inside like, of all yeah. the little bears. I don't fucking so know. So the stuffing is like, so in the divine, in the divine build a bear, build a human, mm. you put in the organs, you put in the blood, and yeah. then do they, with that, yeah. Do they At the end, does he like tap you on the head and say, be good? Exactly. And then you like feel, and like, then you feel like you have to be good. I don't know. The answer but of I don't course, know. of course, the problem with that is that if you put God leaning, if you put God designing humans, you come up with like two big problems. Mm-hmm. It means that humans kind of aren't biologically good necessarily because of god mm-hmm. if you take that god away for whatever reason, sorry sorry repeat what you said you lost me a little bit no it's okay so it's it's just this idea of like if you attribute human goodness to god yes it's you no remove longer, it's no longer because of because their of biology humans. yes but so, then god created us so he's inherently responsible for our biology i i don't know because this is something that i've not entirely figured out yet on my sure. own because it's like once so for example if I guess so. If I teach you mm-hmm. to be patient, for example, if I've taught you to be patient mm-hmm. and I've put patience in you, right. is that your patience now or is it a patience that I've attributed to you? Am I responsible for your patience or are you responsible for your own patience? Are you now inherently patient say, because I've given it to you? I would say you're responsible for the foundation of my patience. But each time I, once I've become patient, each time I exhibit my you know, patience, you mean like each time I don't erupt or get frustrated and I'm patient or, do you, do you know what I mean? That, I yeah. would say that's that's now down to me. You don't get to be, you don't get to you know, be like, by the way, I gave you patience. It's not like <laughs> fucking Maui and uh, Moana, you know, the trees, the sun, the stuff. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> it's not like that. No, it's just, yeah, I think that foundationally p- parents are, it's weird because here's the biggest uh, thing that I struggle with is people attributing like um, non-physical gifts mm-hmm. to like genetics. And I just don't understand people. it well enough. People attributing non, non uh, oh. physical gifts. Physical gifts being like a nose or eyes or. Right. Like, so you're so talking like, about like. I would say eyes. A piano and, virtuoso. Right. So if I would say eyes and eyes and nose and mouth and all that stuff. You know, arms and height. Mm-hmm. Like just genetically, you're part of your genetic makeup. Yeah. They are a direct, you know, result of two people getting together and them fusing their yeah. their genes and then you're born the way you are, right? Right. Similarly, if you were if you had a weird disposition or a weird disability, it's, there's a chance that you may give it to a child. So do you right? think... But, but hold on, hold on. Sorry. No, it's fine, but listen to this. The thing I have issue with is people attributing things like humility. Right. And yeah, be like, oh, be... he's so humble, like his dad. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he must have got it from his dad. And when they say that, I'm like, do you mean that his dad taught him to be humble? Because mm-hmm. I'm fully on board with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So Versus you don't like, think oh my God, he's humble because his dad was humble. Or when they say like, a dog has a good nature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, does it work with that? Because if it works with animals, like specific animals having like mm. temperaments, then of course it would work with humans, right? I don't know because it's like, so you're saying that like, you don't think that um, Jimmy, Jimmy is like a kid, yeah. really like his dad is like the best person. His yeah. mom is like the best. But for some odd reason, Jimmy gets swapped in the hospital. Jimmy's mm-hmm. parents are no longer Jimmy's parents. Yeah. Is Jimmy just a blank slate in terms of personality if he's given to parents? Well, people that say that that things like, you know, goodness or humility or confidence yeah. or arrogance or whatever, people that attribute those to being genetic traits, mm-hmm. like like a temperament of a dog. You know, when they say, like, oh my God, he's going to make a great fighting dog one day or he's going to make a great racing dog because he has the hunger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What does that even fucking mean? So if you're willing to attribute those things from like, parents and genetics of parents then jimmy would have a higher propensity to be good but do you think in a different environment even yeah i think so So if if no no i'm not not sure what i believe i'm just saying that if you're going to say that dogs Mm. uh, horses these things have temperaments Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then by having a... So do you think that temperament is genetic? Are you... Well... Tem- I think they've done studies on that. I, I, yeah, I haven't prepared prepped this well enough. You should probably look into it for philosophy though, for your degree. Yeah, I think I had to at one point because there's this really... Oh, so here's a, actually a very cool thing which you will like a lot, which I haven't explained to you before. Mm-hmm. It's called determinism. Okay. Determinism is this idea that you can never make a choice. Not even like a moral choice, I know just this any already. choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I kind of know this already. Yeah, because there's so many things like genetic, environment, everything like that. Right, th- there is no such thing as free will. Yeah, pretty cool. much. Yeah, but sorry, I interrupted you. Sorry, because I felt like we were just having a conversation here. <laughs> yeah, explain it to the people that want to know what so, it is. Um, essentially, it's this idea that there are so many factors behind every choice that you that you make that it was almost predetermined you would always choose this. Right. So, Your um, genetic makeup, uh, how mm. you were raised, some TV show that you watched when you were a kid. Everything influences you in some way. God, I just looked up, is temperament genetic? And they say scientists estimate that 20 to 60% of temperament is determined. That's so much. 20 that's to 60%? 20, that's a huge ballpark. Right, no, but but even 20% would be huge for me. Really? 10% would be huge for me. So 60% yeah. is just a joke then? 60% means that like you are going to be like your parents. So 60, 60% would be determinism, essentially. Yeah. Well, 60% means that you are just almost like a clone of... You're just like basically like a small version of your parents, which people do say. Yeah. But then what that would mean though is if like, it, it would you consider what would you what do you consider temperament? Sorry, because we have to I define consider, that too. Okay, so is that I, like anger, anger, kindness, yeah, goodness? Yeah, I would say all of that's temperament. Just okay, like your, what about your, like what about like being like a weird fucking creep, like a killer or something? Does I, that c- come into temperament? Actually, or, or? yes, because that's like um, a, you could put that down to like I don't know. Maybe like mental illness, because I know like um, sure. borderline personality disorder, for example, mm-hmm. is a uh, a lot of that is genetic. Okay. Um, schizophrenia. Yeah, schizophrenia is definitely is genetic. Genetic. Yep. So there is an argument to say that that could fall under the br- umbrella of potential temperament. Okay, cool. So let's say that we would offer it to to be the, you know part mm-hmm. part of temperament. Um, what you'd be arguing essentially, if like you wanted to argue that somewhere between twenty and sixty percent of that is ingrained in you, like you can't. Yeah. Then like swapping Jimmy at the hospital. And does nothing. sending him to like Zimbabwe means that Zimbabwe got a serial killer on their hands. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That village is going to just find skinned rabbits, at the, you know, yeah. and then five years later find skinned goats and then five years later have a fucking full-fledged and beast of a fucking killer. They just killer. know it's the white guy immediately. <laughs> <They> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy had no chance. No, because Jimmy would position himself as a doctor in the, in the community and he would find a way to be like, guys, I have no idea what's happening. They would and know he, the cuts are surgical, Sammy. <laughs> No, because he'd be on the, he'd be their uh, fucking. What's <laughs> he'd it called? Lead, he'd, he'd be the lead, yeah, lead investigator, <laughs> and then and then they'd enter his apartment and they'd find some fucking slither a clue. And just as the guy gasps, he finds out Jimmy stabs him in the back. Oh my god, Jimmy! Jimmy! Zimbabwe serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so let's move back onto the are humans in, like inherently good. Um, there was a, there were two schools of thought on this. It was uh, Rousseau and Hobbes. Yes. So God, Hobbes, look at my memory. I know, right? Ooh. I know. So Hobbes was the other side of this. Hobbes thought like, if you put a group of humans and don't give them any kind of guide, whether um, if you don't give them any kind of guide, mm-hmm. they will just all turn to chaos. Right. Everyone will want to take everything. There will be no kind of order. There will be no kind of like system of fairness or equality. Every so his big quote that I fat felt was like every man will have a want for all things so if you it, let's say there's nothing in this room um there's no rules in this room i want the fanta i'm taking the microphone i'm taking the headphones i want all of this so i'm going to take all of this and because my natural dis- disposition is this greed i will hurt you to get all of these things right so because you don't, you no don't think that people have a 
an inherent but what he's arguing then is people don't have an inherent concept of moderation or like i don't need to what's it called um zero sum game yeah a zero sum game is the implication that in order for me to have something or to win you must lose somebody else must lose so you you, you think that inherently humans are zero sum game focused and not non-zero sum game focused. a non-zero sum game is where we can both win yeah for example there is an orange we can cut the orange in half and both have orange yeah right or I could just have Or the you whole could just orange. have the whole orange at the cost of me not having any orange. Yeah. It gets dicey, of course, when there's so it's very simple that example, zero sum game, non zero sum game, when there's an orange mm-hmm. and there are two of us, and an orange would satisfy both of us. Half yeah. sorry, half of an an orange would like be nice. An orange would just be sick to have a whole orange. However, both of us having half of an orange would satisfy both of us sufficiently. But the moment there's a hundred of us, fam a hundred one hundredth of that orange ain't doing shit so you've touched on something super super interesting which is like very very cool wait are we opening the fences i'm opening the fences ready can we do it wait we're gonna do it in front of the fucking mic yeah i know i want to do it the coke ad oh wait wait my nails (laughs) (laughs) mine sounded so good mine sounded fucking sick you know i was on a fat coca-cola ad once yeah, you were on a Coca-Cola. Oh, you were on a Fanta. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and you had to do like the perfect set. For anybody who doesn't know, before um, before Tay was a whore, she, uh, <laughs> she used to model. <laughs> Could you? That was really good as well. Oh, gosh. Do you know, it's Thank really you, rude um, to do that. I remember an ex-partner of mine, I went to stay with um, her family or something, and me and her little sister, um, shout out to Lynn, fuck it. Uh, we used to do this when we would drink. But no, not Lindan. <laughs> I've been watching so much badminton, Lindan. Um, her little sister Lynn, we would always uh, drink drinks at the table, and Lynn would go like this. Ah! And then I would go. Ah! And her mom would be like, Lynn! You know, cause it's Shout like, to Linda. Not Linda, Lindsay is her name. I just said Lynn because I don't want to fucking use her fucking real name, but fine. So you have to keep me doing But that. I'm not shouting at Linda, bro. What the fuck? I don't even know Linda, for fuck's sake. Um, who am I shouting at today? It's me, I'm right here. Yeah, shout out to you, Tay. Thanks. Yeah, good job. Thanks. You're killing it. Tay's crushing life, man. She's, you know, fully powering forward. I'm very proud of you. Proud to know you. Tell uh, mate. Tell mate. Tell mate. So anyway, what were we talking about, we sorry, were, before the coke can? Uh, <laughs> we were on um, the orange. So you touched on something very interesting. Do you know what game theory is? Because you pretty much, you pretty much did it entirely. Explained entirely this whole theory called game theory. So... I, mean, I don't. I haven't studied game theory, but I've played and lived games my whole life, and I'm. I would. It's. it's I would actually, consider myself like. Yeah. It's annoyingly not mu- anything to do with like games so much as it's more like the social game. Right, right. But I, hold up, hold up. Game yeah. theory, though, specifically, there's a, a very famous piece of game theory with the three doors. That's a very, very, very famous game theory. I'm not sure. I only know okay. a couple of game theories. No, sorry. So, um, is that is that the one where it's like there's something behind the door? No, there's just three doors and nothing behind them. Of course, there's something behind the door. Is that, <laughs> yeah, but isn't is that the one where there's something behind the door? For fuck's sake. What do you think? There's like a car game behind theory, the three door. Doors. Like a, it's like a game show or something. So I'm Three doors, three doors, one of which has a car behind it. You make your choice. I so think you that pick, translates. You pick, you pick door A, yeah. for example. You won't know this, cause you, but it's fine. You pick door A. Yeah. Guy says, host says, hey, three doors, pick one. You pick door A. Yeah. Host now shows you door B. And there's a goat behind it. And you're like, he's like, ha, well, there isn't a door, a goat behind it. Sorry, there isn't a car behind this one. It's just a goat. Right. Would you like to change from door A to door C? Uh, what do you think? 
I would think that it doesn't make a difference, but obviously I'm going to be shot in the face until there is a difference. Well, there's a difference because when you made your choice originally, yeah. how much equity did you have? Uh, one in three. Yeah, 33%. So now it's And half. now you have 50. So now the second door technically has 16 recurring more. Yeah more equity than the first order. Oh, does. I see. Yeah. Because when you made your choice, you had a li- lower probability of getting it right. Mm-hmm. So you should change. So that's like a uh, an, you know, uh, Taylor's older time kind of game I theory. I don't think that that's necessary. I don't, okay, I don't think this that's something the that philosophy I, game theory. So okay. the philosophy, I, it, so disclaimer, this is not something that I have studied in depth. It's okay. I'm yeah. Kind no, of like, neither of us are that. Yeah. We're just Yeah. Talking. So there is a chance that I get this wrong or miss out important aspects. That's just the disclaimer I'm going to put here. God, you're so insecure. Um, you sound like me. Don't judge me I'm sorry. for being wrong. Wait, wait. Are you saying I'm insecure? I'm sorry. You suddenly attracted to me again oh, okay. now that I've displayed this insecurity. I'm going to be honest with you. You're just too skinny. Honestly. And you make me feel fatter than I am. That's just the truth. It's incredibly fat. <laughs> anyway. Wait, so you're insecure? Hi, I'm Tay. Nice to meet you. <laughs> the predator has become the prey. <laughs> so, uh, game theory is this idea that... Um, Two rational agents, they have to be able to think clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, that given... seems to be the basis of all philosophy. Right. You, just you, have have to, you have to be rational. Yeah, you yeah. have to be rational. To... I think it's because otherwise there's like variables. And if you're dealing with variables, it just gets so much more It's trickier. like you see a guy in the room, he's like, everybody here is not crazy, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're not crazy, this might work. <laughs> yeah, guys, so two it's rational exactly agents. What it is. Yeah. Two rational agents. Um, given a moral choice where somebody will kind of like end up less. Uh, le- less than the other one, you can put down... Um, what do you mean? Sorry, what do you mean? Less... So, uh, their position in something position, would end up being lower than the position of yes, the other Okay. It, yes, exactly that. You can put out... You can list all the options on a table mm-hmm. and have a look at the highest value. Okay. The highest value of what you would do. So if you help out this person and then don't help out the other person. So the You're one of the examples... Well. I know, I'm going to use an example okay, now. Yeah, one of the, better, one yeah. of the better examples is the prisoner dilemma. Okay. So the prisoner dilemma is um, a guard. So you, you commit a crime and then a guard tells you, hey, yo, uh, you're going to be, we're going to imprison you both unless one of you, one of you rats on the other one. Yeah. So there's A and there's B. The guard tells you, you know, if both of you confess, you're both going to get two years. Yep. If you confess and your friend doesn't confess, they get one year, you, you can go free. Free, yeah. Yeah. And vice versa, obviously. Sure. And if neither... If both confess, if, they both get two years. If both... Yes. And if neither confess, what happens? If neither conf- if not, Sorry. If they both confess, they both get one year. If neither confesses, um, they get two years. And in this position, it's always better to take the chance to rat out your friend. Right. It's right. like the, the danger balls or golden balls game. It, that it's is like split, exa- split and steal is exactly yeah. game theory. So you should always, yeah, you should always steal at the end. You should always steal at the end, and this is yeah. Hobbes's justification that people will, should and would always work in self-interest. They will always steal mm. because at almost every point in game theory, when you put out the prisoner dilemma, the split steal dilemma, you, it's always in your interest to work in your interest. Really cool. Um, yeah, I, I follow what you mean. Really cool episode of Golden Balls I saw years ago. It may have been on TikTok, I saw or something. Um, but I've just tricked myself into thinking I saw it live, but it probably was on just on TikTok. <laughs> um, a dude gets to the end and he's with some black guy and he's just some like white fucking uppity, really like confident but snarky guy. He's like, Look, bro, I came here to steal. I intend to tell it to this like sweet fucking brown dude. He's like, 
I intend to steal. I'm definitely stealing. But I promise you, once I've stolen, I'll take half the money and deposit half the money in your account after the show. 100%. And the other guy's like, no, 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 bro. Let's just split then. We could just split. And he's like, bro, I'm stealing. And you're not changing my mind. God, that's so attractive. <laughs> he's like, I'm stealing. Did he happen to have his number in the like comment section in the bio, of his TikTok? Yeah, I, I don't remember him being very good looking. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that but energy his, is enough. His brain was good looking. Yeah. <laughs> he had, I'm stealing no matter what. And the brown guy's like, fuck it. His hands are completely tied. Yeah. Can't do anything. And he goes, they flip the balls over and both of them split. <laughs> that's so cool. Both of them split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end, even the cunt who said he was going to split. He splits, yeah, because he knows that the guy has to. Mm-hmm. Pro- so we were playing a game of Magic recently where I employed a similar kind of tactic where, do you know what Ristic, do you remember Ristic study? The card Ristic study? Uh, it's like, do you have to pay? So Ristic study yeah, is this like card. To draw. Listen to this, right? So I did the same thing in terms of game theory and I didn't even know that I was doing mm. I just obviously had learned it from experience. So Apart from Golden Balls, but continue. Yes, yeah, so yeah, thank, shout out to Golden Balls. <laughs> <laughs> So if it's a card, for anybody who doesn't know who, who I am in terms of any specific specificity to my life, I play a lot of card games. Nerd! There's a card in one of these games called Ristic Study. And what the card does is it makes it so that when you play a card, you have to pay a tax. Think about it or like Monopoly, where you pay a tax when you land on a tile to whoever the tile belongs to. Imagine there was an instance where two people own the tile. Mm. And... Or two, in, I'm trying to make it as monopoly based as possible so people can get it. In Ristic Study, the magic card, makes it so that you must pay one mana in you addition must, yeah. or somebody gets to draw a card. So what I did was I looked to my left and to the left of him and I said, guys, you both have Ristic Study and I'm paying for one of them or none of them. <laughs> <laughs> so none. And then if they, they were like, who are you going to pay for? And I said, for bro, I'm going to pay for Nugs. I'm going to let Nugs draw the card or nobody's drawing a card. So now Fabrell has to say nobody's drawing a card. Yeah. Or let Nugs draw a card. Yeah. Or at the cost of my one mana. So even though the the one mana to me is worth less than a card to one of my opponents, mm-hmm. they still have the same value as a, of a card what a card is yeah. to each other. Yeah, absolutely. So I leveraged that between <laughs> between them. Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> what the because their hands were completely tied. Yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah. do anything. So the idea is I said to them, I'm never paying for a six study again, boys. As long as there's two, if there's two yeah, in play, yeah, there's know, two I'm in play. Because I'm gonna just make them realize the, the sadness of what's happening here. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. Yeah, cool. In this situation, yeah. you are you are the guard in the prison yeah. dilemma where yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you got a yeah. So I do. I probably like do like, you know things of game theory all the time. Yeah. Just by, just by having played games for so but long, where I can spot those instances. But it wasn't based on me reading a book or something. I know, but doesn't that annoy you? Well, you're like, you've thought of this really cool thing, like, and then this is my angle, and you're like, yeah, there's a whole study done on exactly Happens this to me history. all the time. I had that, the sun theory yeah. thing that we were talking about, I probably spoke to yep, about yep. in the past. That was my uh, favorite theory, actually. Yeah. I, am, I, I adopted that as like a... A creed. A creed, yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll share it. I mean, I haven't had a chance to talk about it on the podcast much, but there was this thing called sun theory, which I thought of. I mean, I may have... Dude, these podcasts are coming on thick, thick and fast. I'm doing like mm-hmm. two to three a week with, you know, different podcasts or whatever. So I don't really remember what I talk about each time. Mm-hmm. If I've spoken about this before. Wow, it'd be really helpful if I listened to them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, <I'm laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, apologies if I've already mentioned Sun Theory. What Sun Theory is, quite simply, and it would be difficult to display it with Tay. So just humor me and okay. answer it if you didn't know what it was. Okay, cool. Is that fair? Yeah. So when you think about the solar system, mm. if you could envision it in your mind, mm-hmm and then you envision your own life, where would you place yourself in the solar system in terms of a planet? Um, 
Don't fucking um so quickly. You didn't even give fake chance to process the question, for fuck's sake. You're really fake. <laughs> I would say that I'm like the moon. The you moon? Know, the moon, yeah. But the moon is weird because that's not even a fucking planet, bro. That's just a fucking little crumb in the universe or in the solar system. Hi, I'm Terry, I'm really insecure. <laughs> <laughs> but which planet would you be? Most Pluto. people would say like... like Plu- some people would say Pluto, yes, quite no, sadly. No, not Pluto, no. Why I would you? say... Um, you, I think you answered Pluto when I first met you, though. Really? Yeah, loads of people do, though. God, I was so insecure. Loads of people in the game shop answer stuff like Pluto and weird stuff. Is that just to try and be quirky? Because in my fake no. answer, that was try- trying to give like a... God, the fact that I may have answered that yeah. seriously so at sad. one point so is sad. so sad. So when I'm asked that question... Wait, wait, wait. I would, say, I would say I'm probably something like um, Venus. You can okay. see me from Earth. I hang out around the moon, but yeah. I'm just kind of like doing my own hang thing. Hang out around the moon? Yeah, you know, when you look at the moon, if you, there's, so sometimes if you look at the moon, Sweetheart, there's a star just under it. You and don't Venus. understand this well enough at all to be on this fucking. No, you're not near the moon, but from Earth, you can see, <laughs> you can see the moon and then you can see Venus underneath okay, it. Okay, fine. So, so if I can't Venus. be the moon, I'll be Venus. Well, how far away from the sun is Venus? Oh, I don't fucking know. Okay, it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, you're butchering this fucking podcast right now <laughs> with your fucking ignorance. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, wait. So, Sammy, yeah. how far away is Venus from the moon? Um, My answer to that is very uh-huh. simple. Mm. I am the sun and I don't give a fuck where anybody is or how far away anybody is. Cool. Okay. So, my answer to that question is that I'm not a planet at all. Is that I am the sun. And I always feel like I'm oh, the sun. Oh, but I can't be the moon. If you can't, if I have to be a planet, you can't be a planet. You can be the moon, but that's just a, your Earth's moon, bro. That's like a, bare planet's got bare moons, bro. To be fair, you are only fans okay, so of no, Maybe no, you no, are the no, moon no. So let me explain why I actually answered the moon Go right ahead. now. Because I realized now that was actually had a crumb of honesty to it. Okay. It's because it's like, you know, I feel like I control the tides. Um, that things this, don't happen this unless This theory is not some fucking wishy what What's it called? Zodiacs. Is it called no, the, but I don't mean... What's that stuff called? The fucking... Yeah, astrology. astrology. No, no, no. But it's like... I just mean on a very basic level. It's like... Things... Everything on Earth needs the moon to keep order. Apparently. Yes. Fucking allegedly, bro. Mate! Who the fuck <laughs> even knows, man? You, you're coming off as so dumb the, right the now. The only thing we know, you're bro... You're coming across as I'm, so I'm unbelievably tro- dumb. I'm just trolling you for fuck's sake. Okay. Do you think... So you think the moon is just, like, so important? It's... Un- Alright, so you think that if the, the fact, moon disappeared like the that, that you there believe, would still be an Earth? The fact that you think the moon even exists blows my mind. <laughs> the fact that you Jeez, think... Bro. Let me explain something to you. When, when you look up in the air, do you think you're seeing what you think you're seeing? Bro, nothing's real, bro. <laughs> nothing's real. In fact, you're probably an NPC. I think I'm the only real thing alive. I... Yeah. I'm really... I'm... You're remembering why we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it was fine. <laughs> I can't believe uh, no, I I'm got kidding. NPC status. <laughs> I so, realised, so this is a tangent because I feel like yeah. it's just conversation at this point. I got stuck in an NPC conversation the other day. Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, Sammy has this thing, right? Where, because it's like... He's like, oh, shut up. Can you just like take your headphones off for a minute so you don't hear me, so you don't hear me say this and your ego doesn't inflate? Mm. Sammy's quite an extraordinary person and quite an extraordinary person to talk to. Like his conversations are always quite interesting. Let me get my so, dick out. I'm going to jerk it to this. <laughs> I'm actually jerking it to this right now. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, when you get stuck around normies, you kind of see through the emptiness of the conversations yeah. around you because you've had so many conversations of substance. And being around Sammy a lot, most of my... Basically, we don't have empty have conversations. Very, yeah, we don't have empty conversations because they're pointless. Yes. Yeah. But I realized I was at a family dinner, and I had the most emptiest conversation. It was about bread. About bread. Yeah. 
Yeah. What kind of bread do you like? Do you like wholemeal? Do you like it's white like Sims, bread? Bro. It's like Sims. Did you did you grow up with fifty fifties? So when I so this was the actual conversation from my mm. brother. He was like, you know, when I was a kid, mum always used to have wholemeal wholemeal bread in the house, and then I got to school and like everyone had white bread, and I was like, man, mum, I really want to try white bread. So then my mum was like, you know, we'll have fifty fifty instead. Then I got to like an an angsty teenager, and I was like, mum, I just want white bread now. And, I, and then I chimed I think, in on this NPC conversation, I'm like, oh, white bread's the best, right? Oh, they tricked Peanut you. But a jelly white they bread, <laughs> and then I stopped myself. I feel like, I was that, like, oh I feel like that was your brother coming out as being gay, <laughs> talking about like, oh, man, I've been eating this one bread my whole life, and now like, and your mom's like, you can have both breads, you can have bi bread, and he's like, no, mom, I just want to eat white bread, and that's your brother just being like, what I want to suck dick, mom, <laughs> I just want to suck dick out here, please, mom. <sighs> what a leap. So yeah, anyway. Uh, back to sun theory because we kind of really trailed off. I'm so, so sorry. So how this actually works is you ask somebody what they, how they would feel, you know, what, what, uh, what do they identify with in terms of a solar system? Most people answer something like Earth or Mars or mm-hmm. some kind of central thing that they've heard of. Or the moon can't. is central. Continue. Right. And the, the trick here is that whenever, whenever, whenever I've thought of it about it myself was that I just want everybody to answer almost as a trick question that they're the sun. And that they feel like they're central because ultimately all of these planets and all of these things are just happening around the sun. And I've always felt like that myself. I've always felt pretty in control. I've always felt central to not only my own life, but the lives of other people. And that's not okay. It's not okay for me to feel central to the lives of other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. H- however, it's very okay for me to feel central to my own life. It, and, and for me to say I provide warmth and you know, to people around me and feel like confident that I am the sun and the center of the room. That's okay. And I remember, shout out to Jess, wherever you are. I'm sure you're listening at some point. Hi, Jess. Or you will listen. Uh, Jess is an ex-partner, ex-fiance. Very sweet girl. Um, I remember very vividly a conversation we had where I asked her and she said something like, something wishy-washy, because she is fucking wishy-washy. I think she said something like, Saturn. If you speak bad about Jess <laughs> one more fucking time on this keep podcast, keep her fucking name, <laughs> keep her name. <laughs> out your mouth. Yeah, um, and I said to her, "Why well, I feel like the sun?" And then she was like deeply offended <laughs> by me, like proclaiming that 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 you know. Yeah. And I explained to her why, and she was like offended, and that was her projecting yeah. onto me. And years later, man, after we were no longer together, and she'll remember this, she like called me like crying, or she called me, and we broke down into a conversation where she ended up in tears apologizing to me mm. saying like i'm so sorry that i said that to you you are the sun like i just didn't realize what you were trying to tell me and me telling her that i'm the sun wasn't like telling her that she should revolve around me or like her only importance is to be submissive to me what i was trying to get her is to change the way that she thinks to say so she was everybody should be the sun mm. of their own life and the sun doesn't mean that people have to be at your beck and call and listen to you it's not like you're a machine and they, they are like parts of a machine it's that you should provide warmth and care without the sun nothing grows you should try to be you know and at the same time people should know that if they get too close to you and they hurt you or they you know then you're going to burn them because the sun is you know it can be a vehicle for yeah for you know yeah for both things you know it's not just always good and i always felt like the sun because i'm like really hot-headed and temperamental and so when i i remember being you were talking sorry the reason we got onto this is because you were talking about having a theory no or having a theory oh, having and then theory. talking to somebody about it and then be like oh yeah, yeah yeah this is this thing that i fucking heard oh of. don't tell me sun theory is a thing it's, it's not it's not it's not called sun theory it's just a thing that i thought of when i think i was 23 and we were me and jess were in mm. north carolina at a game shop and the owner of the game shop shout out to bruce 
Bruce Banner Kent Wayne, I think the name. It's a really awesome shop. I'm sorry, what yeah. was his name? Bru- no, the, the name of the shop's called Bruce. Bruce. It was the four surnames of the. I was wasn't about Bruce. to. I, I was, was about Banner to say. Kent Wayne. I was about Parker. To, I thought Parker Banner Kent Wayne or something like that. It was uh, the four names of the heroes. Yeah, 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 the yeah, surnames. Yeah. I thought that that was like the dude's actual name who no, owned the no, shop, and I was like, no. he was born to do if you this. Ever, if you ever go to, <laughs> he was born to be a fucking game, game shop nerd. Shop. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was an awesome shop. Great people there. Um, his wife though is a, a, phys- uh, f- no, psychologist or no, no, but she because there's a difference between therapy and psychologist. Life coach. No, she definitely was broke. She PhD worked in, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And I was talking to her about it. Because Tay was like, you should talk to her because you're a narcissist and you're fucking crazy. Jess. Sorry, not to, sorry, wow. Jess. Oh, God, awkward. Edit it out, edit <laughs> Jess was like, you should talk to her about it because she's really well-versed. And I started to explain <laughs> to her I've What, did I say again? No, no, I'm laughing oh. because it's like, Jess oh. was like, you should talk to her because you're a no, narcissist. No, no, no. So did you just go, hi, I'm Sammy. I'd like you to No, I think the three of us were together. Three of us were together. And I was talking to... And, dude, at this shop, I just went there and I was just myself. And I was like, right. fuck you, bitch, get wrecked. Wait, so what's, what's up? What's up? You all suck. I'm the greatest. <laughs> so I was there just like, you know, yeah. being uh-huh. who I am or whatever. Uh-huh. And God. they yeah. were just, yeah. Blood and back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just fully not on it. And then the mum, we ended up speaking to the mum and she told me what she did. And I was telling her about... She was asking me, like, why am I so, like, not aggressive, but so, like, loud and out. And I just say, like... I remember like in the game of werewolf that I played out there I turned to Jess after having like lied to her the whole game revealed my card as being a wolf and I was like fuck you bitch <laughs> in front of like 12 strangers that I didn't know and a bunch of normies yeah, 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 yeah. Just right, right. Never... and they were like what the fuck is wrong with this guy and they just didn't get that yeah. I just didn't care that they were there Yeah. <laughs> for me that was just how I interact with Jess yeah. it doesn't matter that they're there me what, saying, was, what was Jess's sorry. reaction to that was she, she like fuck she you was, too no she was completely calm with it she was no she ain't that she knows what I am. Yeah, no, but yeah, did she? Like, did she? Was she kind of like a bit like? No, 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 not at all. Crowd, not at all. Was, was it just normal? To, to her credit, she was awesome enough, even though we weren't having a great time of it. That she was awesome enough that she never made me feel like you had to change yourself. Right, that those parts of my personality. Mm-hmm. The problem, the problems that Jess had with me were not that was not that part of my personality yeah. at all. In fact, I feel that most people find that to be the most attractive part yeah. of who I am. Yeah, because for I sure. just don't care about these fucking random people that I'm never going to see again. Mm. Um, and my problems with Jess are deeper rooted in terms yeah. of infidelity and other stuff it's not that stuff so she was always pretty you know on board with it she was pretty yeah. cool um, and I remember the mum talking to me though the, sorry the wife of the guy and I was explaining to her how I feel and she was like oh no no this is a famous thing the sun theory is a famous sorry what's up oh no I was just sorry just noise or something no you're good you're no, good no, what's no, up no I was just saying you wanted to say something yeah go ahead no I was just saying that makes sense because like I remember in the last podcast or maybe not last one but mm. um, you were with Nugs and Jakai question mark yeah and uh Brian oh yeah where are you Brian where are you Brian yeah that was the f- that was the first so, moment but, but you would attest to it too though that you've known me at every moment that you've known me have I ever been no right. you've always been that right but deep this though think logically and carefully yeah. for one second you may say that i'm this way because this is my domain that i live here i'm mm-hmm. here in my house or in my shop or whatever so i get to be that way right right think about me anywhere else you once went to an argos uh place argos, no, argos place, place. <laughs> an argos place no yeah. once went to argos and put your reference as dragon dragon no yeah. no that's nothing though <laughs> does that even matter it just fuck? means that you don't give a fuck i still care if you think that you can make someone laugh in the moment yeah but, but what i mean though is that i don't actually change that much unless you do not. somebody around me mm. requests it of me before i go 
So if somebody says like, "Hey oh man, my gosh, yeah. look, this is a really big deal to me. Don't be fucking weird, bro." I then I'll then I'll t- then I'll tone it down and I'll be really annoyed. In fact, what I'll usually say if somebody says, "Come, but tone it down," I'll say, "Hey, I'd rather not go." Does yeah. that make sense? I just rather not go. I, I know for a fact that's like... Um, How many times have you asked me no, back in the was, day to go somewhere? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm not on it, man. Back in the day. No, 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 not even yeah. that. But like back in the day when, you know, um, you were like quite involved with my family and everything. Mm. If you were inv- got invited to a dinner... How, I went then, to a few. Yeah, you went I to went a few. I went to a few. And how did they react to me? The first time where you were yourself... What were they like? It was like quite... They were like, what's oh, wrong? What is going on? They were like, how do you have so much energy? Yeah. Why are you so happy? And then it, no, but honestly, it was like, why are you so happy and like jokey and funny? And I was like, oh, you guys are just fucking robots, man. Like you guys <laughs> are, are just, yeah, you guys are just, you guys are the fucking, the people that would say like, I don't know, just shine, don't shine as bright or whatever. Yeah, and then I, it and the second time I went again, made me so upset. Yeah. I think it might have been like my two, my mum's like two birthdays ago, yeah, or something, and um. You were not yourself. You were like more reserved. I think you chose. I think I think you chose a corner seat. I don't like, think I. I don't think it's. That, I don't think it's that I was reserved. It's that I think you dragged me to it. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I was dragged to it. Like it was like perpetually. Like you must come. You must come. You must come. Your mum was like, you have to come. You have to come. Yeah. Do you remember? I think my. To be fair, I think my mum was doing that. Like out of. It would be nice. Your mum is awesome. Your mum's not one of the people that shits on me, bro. Yeah. Or whatever. Tells me, yo, like, what's happening right now? Yeah. She's not that. That's not what I meant. But I was... And so what I did was, I came in, mm-hmm. sat down, and didn't say a word to anybody. So instead of being a dull, dull, ver- dull down version of myself... You just were not there. I just wasn't and, there. Yeah. And it so broke I, my heart. I no, remember but, saying that. No, but it doesn't matter, though, because I made a conscious effort to not be present mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't be invited again. True, truly. I sat in the corner, and I just, you know, yeah. chilled, and I was like hey guys yep what's up all good great they tried to strike conversation with me yeah all good great awesome i was just short and i just because if if i can't be myself there's no point being oh, a, a watered I, down I, version I of myself because for yeah. those people nothing's going to be good enough bro yeah do you know what i mean I'd, I'd just rather not be present at those tables anymore yeah same thing like I, i'm if i go anywhere and i'm told hey man just i'll get into a fucking ruckus or with anybody who would try to censor me or yeah do you know what i mean Oh, weird one. How do we get her? Yeah, but something. So mm. in North Carolina, I'm talking to this woman and she's telling me about a weird theory from a PhD fucking study or a book that she's read. And I was like, I was, my hubris and my ego was really irritated and annoyed. But then I felt vindicated and validated in how I felt, which I shouldn't have. But at the time, I think I was 25 yeah. or so, or 26, I don't know. And I felt like, oh man, if it's in a book, then... <laughs> Then, <laughs> then, 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 then I must be really smart. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't, shouldn't matter because there are plenty of things that I feel or think. And then years later, like with my daughter, I have loads of weird theories. And people have, people that are much older than me and have a lot more ex- experience than me have told me I'm wrong or I'm stupid or like I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Mm. And I know I'm right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's quite, quite difficult at times um, to just kind of steady the course. I'll talk about it another time, but one of the things is that I've never told my kid that I love her, ever, and I never will. I'll never use those words. Um, and I'll get into that a little bit later on in terms of in a future podcast. But yeah, mm-hmm. I stand by that. I will never tell my daughter that I love her. Um, and not telling her that I don't, you know, not telling her those words or using those words is not the absence of her feeling cared for or protected or any of those things. Does that make sense? I entirely agree with that. Right, right. But I got behind that but one. how many times have I have you seen me have to fucking face the judgment <laughs> and the wrath of these fucking normal people yeah, that are like yeah. you don't wait what you don't Valentine's what you know what I mean like yeah <laughs> just weirdness like they're just so blown away by the fact that people don't use that word mm. 
and it, it projects far more on them and their insecurity of having to have that word ever present in their life to feel validation it's so much insecurity that you want yeah. to get your dick out there and then <laughs> just fuck whoever it is <laughs> yeah, i never told you i loved you no you never told me that yeah and i never no. I, I don't think i'll ever use the word again and when but somebody says it to me i almost like my eyes roll a little bit and i say yeah uh, but that's something thanks. that's like i'm going to employ for relationships going forward as well yeah yeah it's like my next partner like, i'll talk about it in the future properly I, but yeah. yeah i don't want to kind of no of course of course yeah. but i mean it's something that you i got behind so much that it's like my next partner i'm gonna be like yo just so you know i don't say i love you and if if then they're like oh you know but i want to say it, i like saying it then it's like how about just choose different <laughs> words exactly how about just fucking use your brain you're an adult yeah it's like are we still 16 i think we'll leave it there thanks for being here appreciate you see ya